Welcome back to the All Things Strength and Wellness Podcast. I am your host, as always, Robbie Burke. And before we get into today's show, I just want to give a shout out to all of the show's sponsors. Firstly, upmentorship.com, which is one of the top strength and conditioning resources available online today. The Ultimate Performance Online Mentorship is 20 hours of top-class strength and conditioning information available for instant access right at your fingertips. To find out more, head over to upmentorship.com, which is linked up in the show notes. Check it out and help support the show. Next, I want to give a shout out to Altus360 and Altus Education, which are two outstanding online resources for any practitioner in the sports preparation profession. Be sure to head over to the show notes and check out these unique platforms. Next, I want to give a shout out to Joseph Johnson at Ultimate Alley Concepts. Ultimate Alley Concepts is a multifaceted company providing the most sophisticated scientific material in sports science. Ultimate Alley Concepts is the world's leading resource for translated sports preparation material. Next, I want to give a shout out to Papi's National Sports Performance Association, which is an online certification platform for professionals within the sports preparation profession. Currently, the NSPA has four certifications available. Speed and Agility, delivered by Lee Taft. Olympic Weightlifting, delivered by Will Fleming. Nutrition, delivered by Dr. Chris Moore. And Program Design, delivered by Coach Robert Dos For more information on the NSPA, be sure to check out all of the links in the show notes. Finally, I want to thank another brainchild of Pat Beef's, Athletes Acceleration, which is another online medium that delivers excellent educational resources for strength and conditioning professionals. And just like with all of our other sponsors, head over to the show notes to get the links to all of the available products that Athletes Acceleration has to offer. A full disclosure, except for Altus360 and Altus Education, I am an affiliate to all of the show sponsors. Lastly, before we get into today's interview, I just want to let all the listeners know that the podcast is now on Patreon. If you feel that you are in a position to support the show, I would truly appreciate any donations you'd be willing to make to help support the podcast. Okay, that's enough rambling from me. Let's get into today's show. All right, it is finally here. My solo podcast about my experience at Bill Hartman's Intensive 2.0. So basically, I don't know how long this is going to be. Knowing me, it's probably going to be over an hour. But uh, I want to have my lunch at like as close to 2 o'clock as possible. It's only 25 minutes too, so that's not going to happen. But anyway, anyway. Uh, I've been putting this, not, not that I've been putting it off, but uh, I've been meaning to do this since I've come home from the Intensive 2, which is over a month ago now. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I really want to get this episode out, or at least get it recorded and get it out then as soon as I can. You know, just to even consolidate my own thoughts and experiences, but as well, like just to put it out to the masses. Because let me tell you, this intensive experience that Bill Hartman has put together is just phenomenal. It is absolutely phenomenal. So I'm going to tell you about the whole journey, the whole trip. Uh, I've no notes in front of me. I'm just gonna, just gonna go with, uh, just yeah, no notes, no. Not gonna. I don't do any editing anyway. Few people notice at this stage. Few people can hear me making my lunch and going to the toilet through my podcast you know fuck it who really cares it's all about the content it's all about the content but uh yeah i'll tell you the whole journey from being invited to like my flights over to you're going to hear an awful lot talk about food an awful lot because god damn it i love food and of course the actual intensive itself now 
I am going to say here, I'm going to be very respectful to Bill Hartman. And I'm not going to like divulge everything that was discussed or shared within, in the course. The intensive is essentially Bill sharing his model when it comes to optimizing human movement and performance. And just basically trying to optimize being a human being in general. Uh, a common theme you're going to hear throughout this uh, episode is that Bill Hartman and his partner, Lisa, are just absolutely phenomenal human beings. And I absolutely love them so much for everything they've done for me and for everyone who was at the intensive for the few days that we were there. And I think I speak for everyone who was at the intensive um, when I say that. you know. So Bill, Lisa, Paxton too, their dog. Uh, I love you so much and thank you so much for this experience and I hope I only do you guys justice with the story that I'm about to tell. So basically, I've been trying to get Bill on the podcast for quite a while. Uh, just before I go any further, I just want to make doubly sure I'm definitely recording here. Wouldn't that suck dick if you were like, went on, it says recording there, sorry. Imagine that you went on and it wasn't recording. I often do that sometimes with guests. I'm like, oh, you don't believe it, this didn't record. I'm like, ah, I'm only messing, I'm only messing. Um... So I've been trying to get Bill on the podcast for a while. And Bill, like, busy guy. He is a busy guy, no doubt about it. You know, a lot of people are like, they, they, they think they're busy or they say they're busy. Um, oh, my computer did something funny there. Make sure I'm still recording. Yeah, I am. That's all right. I'm going to leave that there so I know I'm recording. Um, but he is genuinely busy because I've been around the guy a few times uh, between the week I was over just last month at the intensive and when I visited IFAST back in 2015. Um, and he is a busy guy and a guy who really takes his vocation um, very seriously. You know, I love that saying by Dave Tanney that I heard, I think I heard from Mike Robson, you know, like don't take yourself too seriously, you know, but take your vocation or your passion seriously. And that's kind of a, you know, he sense from Bill that he just really wants to master his craft. Um, but uh, so trying to get him for a podcast was a bit tough, but in fairness, he did give me a day and a day. And then he actually turned around and, and invited me to intensive two and, you know, very flattered to be invited, first of all. And then I just was like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna see if I can actually make this. It was about five weeks before Intensive 2. And the Intensive um, was, so Intensive 2 was going to be on September the 27th to September the 30th. And Bill invited me just around the end of August. So it was about five weeks out. And I was like, and also too, Bill said, listen, you can stay with me, so your accommodation is looked after, you're invited, so all you have to do is just get here. So basically all I have to do is pay for my transport, for my flights. So I checked the flights out. Flights were very reasonable for four flights because I had to get connector flights. Um, return, all in all, came to €612. Euro. Great. Like, you know, so I was like, listen, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Get to spend almost a week with Bill Hartman, stay with him in his home. You know, He's an absolute legend. Um and as you'll hear as this conversation goes on, the whole experience far exceeded anything I had anticipated. I knew it was going to be great, but it was it was even greater. So, booked the flights, uh, left on Tuesday the 25th of September. Uh, it was gas when I got to the airport. <laughs> got to the airport, everything was like, are you flying to uh, to New Jersey? And I was like, I am. Like, oh, yes, there's a problem. You're going to go there. And I was like, ah, bollocks. What's wrong with the flight? Uh, it actually all worked out okay. And it actually even worked out a little bit better because in the end, I actually got to Indianapolis a little bit earlier. I was meant to get into Indianapolis like at about like midnight. I actually ended up getting in about 10 because I had to take 
new flights altogether. So my original flight outs were meant to go to New Jersey, then New Jersey to Indianapolis, but I got a new flight from Dublin to Philadelphia, and then it was Philadelphia then to Indianapolis, and I got in a bit early. So uh, when I travel to, I'm very conscious of like my meal timings, my light light exposure. So I, I do pretty well. I, I rarely get jet lag, to be honest. And um, I managed myself very well. I had no issues going over, no issues coming back. A little, little bit more tired when I came home, but like eastward, eastbound travel is always a little more harsh in the system than, than uh, um, when you travel westward. Um, and apparently, I read in Matthew Walker's book, that's because our circadian clock is actually a little bit slower than 24 hours. So like a human's clock is actually anywhere from like 24 hours and 15 minutes and all the way up to like 27 hours. So we're actually longer than the 24-hour day that we live by so that's why when we go westward and we're actually gaining time back that it's uh, it's actually not too harsh as where when we go east eastbound you know the we're actually uh it's it's more harsh in our system like so uh, apparently that's one reason but anyway uh got over and was very tired though by the time i did get to indianapolis and i got a taxi i didn't get an uber because i don't have uber on my phone just so people know i've got like an iphone that's like six years old I have no phone network on it, so no one can ring or text me. <laughs> you can only get me in WhatsApp. Uh, yes, I am that guy. So, and like all the, like, it's just a very slow phone. Like, I, I listen, I'm never on the fucking thing. And I was like, fuck it, I'll just get a taxi. Sure, what's the difference in the cost? It turned out to be a lot. Uber would have cost roughly about $40. The taxi cost about $80. But listen, I was so tired and, and fatigued. I was just like, just get me the bills house. And uh, listen, whenever I find myself complaining about spending money these days, there's always a part of me that says, listen, you're complaining about having the privilege of spending money. It's a fucking first world problem. So like, you know, <laughs> would I rather spend $80 on a taxi or would you rather stage four pancreatic cancer? I think I'll take the taxi. Thank you very much. Uh, but anyway, so got the taxi to Bills um, and a bonus here was as we were going into Bills uh, housing estate, I noticed that he lives right beside a supermarket. Just for people, so, so people know, I absolutely like love food. I live to eat like food. I have like, I'm very emotionally attached to food. Like I just love food. Like it probably is a bit of an issue, but I love food. I really do love food. I am one of those people who lives to eat. And like anywhere I travel in the world, like one of the first things I always look for is where's the supermarket? Where is the supermarket? I need to know where the supermarket is. Because I'm a guy that just needs to have meals prepped. I'm just, um, it decreases cognitive load. It decreases stress in me. Gives me a sense of control. I just always have to have meals prepped. It's just me. Okay, I know my boy will be laughing. He's listening to this. He always gives me shit. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, the Tupperware guy. Uh, I'm not that guy. I'm not the six meals mega. But I just say I like to be prepared. You know, as the saying goes, you know, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. And as I said, it decreases cognitive load. You know, it takes that stress away, so I never have to worry about it. But uh, got into Bill's at about eleven, and Bill told me beforehand that he'd be in bed, but Lisa, his partner, had be up, and I've never met Lisa before. Um. And again, as I said, a, cur- a current, uh, a, a continuing team throughout this episode is going to be like, how much of a legend Bill and Lisa are. But got in, it was lashing rain when I got in, um, which was, you know, I suppose because it was the only real time it actually rained. I was there. The weather was unbelievable for the five days I was there. It was actually brilliant. Like, I actually got a tan when I was over. But it was lashing rain just as I was getting into Bill's house. And there's me, dark, with like, you know, lashing rain, hoods up, which is like, I had a big bag of food with me because I travel like with a bag of food. I actually brought over these gorgeous meals. Like they were like uh, mashed potato, chicken, uh, peppers, and I made two portions. And I only ate one, so I still had one left over because I got a salad when I was when I stopped over at my first airport. 
so I kept that second portion because I was thinking to myself I mightn't have time I don't know where a supermarket is I mightn't have time so at least I'll, I'll definitely know I'll have one meal when I'm in IFAS on the Wednesday but so I had a spare meal left over so there's me with a big bag of food my suitcase lashing rain knock on Bill's door and Lisa answers and you know absolutely lovely she's like ah oh, you must be Bill's friend I'm just I'm dog tired now, you know. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, like just incoherent. Yeah, you're a bit, you're a bit, you're just tired. Like you don't know where you're at when you've crossed all those time zones. Um, but uh, now I know I said I don't get jet lag, but I was acutely tired. I mean, I don't get any chronic fatigue, but I was tired. And uh, she brings in and Lisa's all like, you know, hundred miles an hour. Like, do you want something to eat? Do you want some wine? Because she was drinking some wine. Do you want, you know, you want this? You want that? And I just go bed bed would be nice. And that was kind of like the running joke for the week. It's just like she never met me. The first thing I went about bed. <laughs> just I think it's just bed. So uh Bill now will be laughing at that. If Lisa listens to this, she'll be she'll be laughing too. Um and then as well, like she's like, you know, you need anything and and then like I just hand her like this lunch box of mashed potato. I was like, Could you put this in your fridge? <laughs> Keep in mind she's never met me before, but then again, she's she's so used to like weird people because like Bill's weird. Uh, you know, good weird, awesome weird. You know, we're all weirdos because like we're just legends, all of us. And uh, so she wasn't, she, she was, she's well used to this, uh, um, you know, it's just like people that Bill, that Bill knows are just weird in a good way though. So I just handed her this lunchbox full of potato and she's like, what's this? I was like, oh, it's just, it's just food. And she's like, is that potato? And I was like, yeah, she's like, did you bring this all the way from Ireland? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, okay. She just puts it in the fridge. And then I read, she just brought me to the room. And by the way, the bedroom I stayed in was absolutely gorgeous, beautiful bed, just beautiful room. The fan was on low lighting. Just like, listen, the hospitality Bill and Lisa showed us for the week was just unbelievable. Like, un- unbelievable. Like, just, you know, like your hair stands on the back of your neck, you get watery eyes, you get emotional. I mean, it's just the love they showed was just phenomenal. phenomenal. And you're going to hear me say that numerous times because it was just, you know, you, like even now, like I'm, I'm getting a little bit, getting a little bit teary eyed. I won't cry yet though. But no, just phenomenal. Uh, anyway, had a shower, went to bed, woke up then at about uh, 4.30ish. Now, every morning I was there, I got up early. But I, was, I was always awake by 4.35. I'm an early guy anyway. Like Even when I'm home here in Ireland, I'm always usually awake about 10 to 6. My alarm goes off at 6, but I'm usually always awake before. So I'm used to getting up early. So got up. Uh, hadn't met Bill yet because he was in bed when I got there. But uh, I got Bill a gift. I got him a Batman t-shirt. And the Batman crest is the Irish tricolors. And Jordan Khrushchev, who was also on the intensive, and I interned with Jordan at Altus. And um, like, so that was another phenomenal thing about the intensive too here was that uh, I knew Jordan was going to be there. So I got to, you know, I got to like reunite one of my brothers and, and Jordan would be listening to this. And um, like Jordan's a legend and I absolutely love him. So Jordan, I know you're listening to this. I love you. And thank you so much for making the whole experience what it was as well. Because you con- contributed greatly to the whole experience. It, w- it was phenomenal. As did everyone who, participated who i'll be mentioning don't worry guys you're, you're all gonna be named um but i got bill a batman t-shirt with the tricolor on it was funny too because i was trying to say does he does he wear medium does he wear large and when i was like trying them on i was i was like in the middle of uh i'd go to carl's so carl's is a shop in ireland that sells like all like irish like attire like it's, it's for tours you know like all shamrocky so it's very irish you know fucking tourist shop but they were selling this Batman t-shirt with tricorns. I think that would be savage for Bill. So just for people that don't know, Bill Hartman is like absolutely loves Batman. Like loves Batman. So I wanted to get him something Batman. And I remember I, I'd messaged Zach Couples, who's his son, his, his adopted son. 
uh, actually, that's that's a lie. No, they 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 share DNA. <laughs> you might be like his actual biological father, but there's definitely a share of DNA there. But uh, Zach is his son, and Connor Ryan's his kid. But uh, when I was in uh, when I was in Carl's, I was there WhatsApp and Connor Ryan. I was like, Connor, what size T-shirt this building? You know, is, is it medium? Is it large? I was trying it on. I was in this dress room for about like half an hour going. Because like I knew Bill had had like had like got shredded since I met him last. So I met Bill in 2015, just kind of before his transformation. And um, again, people don't know, but this Bill just basically got absolutely jacked when he turned 50. Like you know, he's got shredded. You know, just and he's still in great nick. So he is. So I didn't know like you know would large be too big for him now. But I ended up getting the large, and it was the proper size. But I told Jordan, listen, Jordan, I got I got Bill this T-shirt. You know, just in case you want to get him some, because you don't want to be that fucking asshole that shows up. Oh, here, I got you this gift. And then, like, the other person's like, you fucker. I look like a prick now. You got him a gift. You didn't tell me. So I said, Jordan, I got him this. It'd be savage if you maybe get him a Canadian version. And that's exactly what he got. We got him a Canadian Batman t-shirt. Savage. So it worked out really well. So the, the, this is the Wednesday morning in Indianapolis. So I, I'd come in on the Tuesday night. I'd left Dublin on the Tuesday 25th. So this is now the 26th. And it's Wednesday morning in Indianapolis. And I go down and to the kitchen. And I just start doing a bit of reading and all that. And Bill comes down in his Batman onesie and we meet, you know, we hug and a little bit of chat. Now, I, I'm fully aware that Bill had a morning routine just from listening to podcasts with him and with, with other people. And I knew he had a morning routine and I have a morning routine as well. You know, I like to read, then I go for a walk and then eat my breakfast and I can appreciate people's morning routine. So I didn't want to annoy him too much um, the first morning I was there. So I wasn't aware, like, you know, I didn't want to be like, you know, hanging around the kitchen and he had something to do in his office or whatever. So basically just to that and you know he was making his coffee and then he went over to his desk and all that he does red light therapy in the morning so i i wasn't too full i wasn't fully sure yet like what his routine was so i didn't want kind of want to be in the way so i read a little bit at the kitchen table until he came down we met as i said and i gave him his gift and he you know he loved it uh well he says he loved it he better fucking love the bill or else well i think he did because he wore the t-shirt too for me uh on the on the first day of the intensive then he wore yours on the second day classy move bill classy move um then so after that i went up to the room and i just did a bit of reading i was reading robert sapolsky's behave savage book great book um hats off to dublin city library because it just i never realized how good the library is in dublin just a, just a quick digression there like they get you any popular science book you want nearly like they even had polyvagal theory mad um so i did that then i went to kruger's the supermarket right beside bills like you could literally like hop bills fences backyard and and um, I should say Bill and Lisa's fence because they both own the house and being Cougars, which is a really, really nice supermarket. So I went and just got some food for, for the week, basically. <laughs> I, got, I, I shop for the week and I eat all that food in a day. But I got a lot of food anyway. I went back to Bill's and, and just, you know, made some meals and made some breakfast and all that. And myself and Bill then went to iFast uh, that Wednesday. And I was just telling Bill, listen, I know you're, you're busy, you have clients and all that. Don't, uh, don't worry about having to like entertain me or look after me. I was like, I actually have work to, I have work to do, like college work to do and I have some work for OPEX to do. And I'll do some training. I'll go for some walks. And also, Jordan was flying in to, uh, on the Wednesday and he was coming straight to iFast. So I went to iFast and just did, you know, tipped away, did a bit of work. Um, caught up with Mike Robertson. Mike didn't actually know I was coming. So caught up with Mike. We had a few good chats. Uh, caught up with Jay Chong. Jay actually didn't remember me, would you believe? Uh, Jay, how could you not remember me? Come on. Uh, he met, I met Jay three years ago. I'm sure he meets a lot of people. Met him three years ago when I was over with John McMahon. Man, the summer I worked at Boyles, myself and John did a bit of a travel where we went to like West Side, Nightfast. We spent a few days with uh, Alvin Mill too. We visited Anthony Don's cosplay as well on the way back to Boston. Um, 
And then I was hoping I'd meet Ty Terrell, but Ty was gone. Ty was gone. Ty's gone to the Atlanta Hawks. And Ty, if you do listen to this, congratulations on the light for you. They couldn't have got a better coach. Ty is a legend. Very, very sharp when it comes to speed and agility. And uh, a guy who would have uh, been a mentee of Lee Taft and speak about phenomenal human beings. There's another phenomenal human being. Lee Taft, absolute legend. I have a very good relationship with Lee too. Got to meet him and hang out with him here when he was in Ireland back in April. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd often just email Lee every now and again, see who he's doing. Every now and again, we'd Skype and have a talk and a chat and catch up. Savage guy, savage human being. Um, if, if anyone listening to this has not invested, like wants to know more when it comes to like speed and change direction and agility training and you haven't invested in any of these stuff, like you're missing out big time. His information is phenomenal and he's just, as I said, a phenomenal human being, cla- top class guy. Um. So Wednesday at iFast, uh, Jordan came in and sure, I hadn't seen Jordan since February 2017. So like, you know, 18 months and sure, like, you know, two brothers embrace and reunite. It was great. Um, we just hung out for the day then. We must have went over to the supermarket about three or four times. There's an Aldi right beside iFast. We just kept going over getting food. Like we just kept like buying peppers because I love peppers and like Jordan. Jordan just like really is like, oh, you get peppers, I'll get peppers. And like the, the girls in the supermarket were like, do you guys buy like anything else? Because like, for the Tuesday and the Thursday, we just kept going back to that supermarket in between, like, you know, just like hanging out and training. We just kept like buying some food there. And like, they were just like, do you guys like buying anything else but like peppers? We're like, yeah, they're nice. You sell nice peppers, okay? What can I say? Uh, but myself and Jordan just caught up, went for a few walks in between. And this is your thing too, when, when I was saying earlier on, like, I'm fairly like conscious about like my meal timings and my light exposure. So, like, I always made sure I was getting out early in the morning, getting some AM sunlight, you know, you know, resetting my circadian rhythm, my, my circadian clock, uh, getting out as well in the midday, going for walks. And I was just very conscious I was keeping my, my step counts up too, because I, I do a lot of walking during the day and, you know, um, just, just helps regulate my system, you know, and getting light exposure at the right time. So, we did a lot of walking too. I did some training too on the Wednesday. And listen, the older you get, the more mature you get, the more you realize, listen, I don't have to be absolutely dogging myself here. I, I was saying it to Mike Robertson as well at day. I was like, listen, my body is using the majority of its resources to overcome the fatigue of travel. So like, it doesn't have massive adaptive reserves left for like, you know, hard training. But I trained, I trained, like I, I trained every day I was there. Like I moved every day and I got three fairly good resistance training sessions in. On the Wednesday, I did a trap bar deadlift military density set. Got eight rounds of five reps in, in uh, 10 minutes. And then I did uh, reverse lunges with supinated chin-ups, eight rounds, five reps. I think I did six reps on the chance of the five on the lunges. And I just did 10 minutes of that. And just, so just 20 minutes of that on the Wednesday. Nothing too hectic. Just keep me ticking over. And um, just trying to think, what training did I do before I went down? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So anyway, you don't need to know that. But that's what I did on the Wednesday and I fast. Uh, Jordan got a little session in afterwards as well. Um, as I said, myself and Jordan were just kind of hanging out. We had, we had a great discussion there about pain, actually, that day. Myself and Jordan, we had a really good discussion on that, like, you know, just discussing pain and just basically, you know, assessing, rehab. We were talking a little bit about McGill's work. I think we, we discussed a little bit about Greg Lehman too, some of his stuff. It was really good. We had a really good conversation about that. Uh, Wednesday evening then, myself, Jordan and Bill. And just so you know, Jordan and uh, Anthony, one of the guys too, who uh, was on the intensive, there's two Anthonys. Um, guys, I'm not going to butcher your surnames. Some of you guys have surnames and I really, I hate when I butcher someone's name. So I'm just going to say Big Anthony and Anthony who interned with Bill. So uh, and there's an Anthony, Anthony who interned with Bill. He stayed with us. So myself, Jordan and Anthony, we stayed at Bill's house. And... Um, 
but Anthony didn't come in until the Thursday. So I stayed at Bill's on my own on the Tuesday night. Jordan flew in Wednesday. Myself and Jordan were there on the Wednesday. And then myself, Jordan and Anthony were all at Bill's in the one bedroom on the Thursday, Friday and Saturday nights. And we all had great crack. Savage. Uh, two legends as well, Jordan and Anthony, in terms of like roommates. Uh, Anthony's actually coming to Ireland. He's like in Ireland in the next three days. So uh, hopefully we can meet up. We're trying to set up a dinner. But uh, Wednesday evening, we went back to Bill's and Lisa put on, this is where the food comes in, people. Lisa cooked us an unbelievable dinner. Oh, meatloaf. And it was delicious. As I say, hunger is a great sauce. And I was hungry and I did eat. It was absolutely delicious. Delicious, delicious, delicious. She also cooked some banana bread. I didn't have any of that. I just had more like dinner. I'm one of those people too when people go dessert and I'm like, could I just have like more dinner, please? <laughs> Yeah, it's like you know ice cream no just more meat please more meat and veg please more dinner uh, you can ask a lot of people who see me eat they've been pretty impressed by my eating escapades and now that I'm fairly like lean and, and like I've got low body fat people are always amazed at how much I can eat and like status lean and like I keep telling people it's mats it's just all to do with mats look at what I'm eating lean proteins and lots of vegetables that have fuck all calories in them it's just mats people that's all it is uh, so that was brilliant. That was the Wednesday. Thursday, myself, Jordan, and Bill head back to IFAST. And again, just myself and Jordan hung out for a day, did a little bit of training. I think the training that day was conventional deadlift with, with uh, bench press. It was, again, it was like density training, eight rounds of five within 10 minutes. I'm actually lying. I went a little bit over 10 minutes, but I got eight rounds of five. In. And then I did split squats with neutral grip chin-ups. Uh, also want to say I we um, met Brett, uh, Bill's um, intern at the time. Brett from Jersey. Because I remember I asked him twice. I was like, so where are you from, Brent? He goes, I'm from Jersey. And then I forgot and asked him again. It's like when you ask someone's name, you forget. And then I was like, where are you from again? And he goes, where are you from, Brent? And he goes, Jersey. I, was like, I asked you that yesterday and you told me. And he was like, yeah, I did. But uh, Brett, lovely guy, really sound bloke. Uh, you know, just, uh, yeah, really, really top guy. And he actually assessed me. So on the Thursday, Brett assessed me along with Bill. And myself, Jordan, and Brett... Uh, well, I mean, Brett was obviously Bill's intern, so he's going to be there. But myself and Jordan got to sit in on a few assessments. So Bill assessed Jay, who works at IFAS, and we got to watch that, which was pretty cool. Because actually, as the intensive went on, the, the, the days following the assessment that I saw Bill do with Jay, like a lot of things made more sense in terms of like that assessment. So um, it was great to see that. Uh, Jordan set in on another assessment that Bill was doing another client, but I was too hungry. I was like, listen, I have to eat. I got to eat. Jordan fucking fasted all day, the mad thing. Uh, I was just too hungry. I had to eat. And then that night, we went to this Mexican restaurant. Um, I've actually checked the name of it. Like, I, I'm not even going to try and pronounce the name, but I know like Maya is the second word of it. But it's uh, it's only around the corner from IFAST and it's apparently Bill's favorite, the Mexican restaurant, because they make the best salsa in town. The service isn't great, but the salsa is great. They'll get that joke. Also, too, I have to give a shout. We met Rufus that day. Uh, Rufus uh, is just like, you know, he's just like, he's just one of those guys that he's just always there. <laughs> you know, he's like, I've heard about Rufus so much from Mike Robertson and so much from Bill, just through like conversations and seeing him at IFAS University too. And uh, obviously he did a podcast with Mike about long-term athlete development. And what I mean by like, he's one of those guys always there. He's like, just like, he's just a part of IFAS. And it was my first time actually physically meeting him though legend absolute legend like he was like just a legend like he was like anyone need a ride anywhere anyone need a you know he's all drive anyone anywhere they need to go just and he was great great guy to have a talk to great crack 
So crack for you American people means like that's an Irish expression for like he was great fun. We're not talking about the drug crack. <laughs> Uh, but just just a gent, just an absolute gent and legend. And uh, I, I actually, one thing I do regret is that I didn't speak to him more. And um, I'm definitely going to reach out to Rufus and, and get him on my podcast. So I want to talk to him because he's a ledge, just an absolute ledge. And thanks, Rufus, for everything you did for everyone during a few days. So we went to the Mexican restaurant and we got some food. I had a prawns, uh, a prawn dish, gorgeous. Uh, this is where I met Dan, Dan from Northeastern. My God, that's, you think I can eat? Dan now was pretty impressive. And like, guys, come on, like, Dan was, was, was very impressive. So Dan Sanzo, I think I'm saying that right. Am I saying that right, Dan? I hope so. I'm on our Slack group here now looking up our names. But uh, Dan and also Michelle Baldwin, who's also in Northeastern, they, they came um, together to, to the intensive. Now, so this, by the way, this Mexican dinner was where everyone who attended the intensive was meeting for the first time. So the intensive actually started on Thursday evening at this dinner. And then we went to IFAS afterwards, which I'll talk about in just a second. But this is where everyone met. So at, this, in, at the intensive, there was myself, there was Jordan, there was the two Anthonys, then there was Dan, there was Michelle, there was Keaton, there was Mike, and there was Stephen. Um, and guys, just want to say this to all of you, and you know, you know this already, you're all fucking legends. You're all, like, it was a pleasure, an absolute pleasure to spend the few days with you that I did. Uh, legends, there's always a home here for you in Ireland. Really, it's my parents' house. I live in a apartment. Would you be staying with my parents? <laughs> they don't know yet, but I'll just tell them. Uh, I'll be like, mother, father, I've got friends that need a room. And in fairness, my parents are all very obliging, so... My parents won't listen to this, but so just so they know, Mammy, Daddy, I love you. Yes, and I did say Mammy and Daddy. It's a very Irish thing. We say Mammy, Daddy, Mother, Father. So some Irish people say Man, Dad. It depends on what part of the country you're from. I'm digressing. I'm digressing. Anyway, back to this Mexican meal. It was gorgeous. Uh, and uh, yeah, but uh, Dan, Dan can put down a lot of food. I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed. I have a funny story about that when we get to the Japanese restaurants uh, and the guy thinking that we were brothers. I was just like, he's like, you guys brothers? And uh, we were, I was like, no, we're just both hungry, so we look alike. Because <laughs> we were fucking starving, me and Dan, and we packed in a lot of food. Like, me and Dan are the guys that finish everyone's meals. You know when everyone's like, they're like, everyone just has that, like, con- like it's just like other people have this control switch, like, I'm full. It's like, no. No, the plate needs to be emptied and licked. Then I'm done. It's like that Louis C.K. joke, like where he talks about. I think he went to go see a doctor, and like doctor's like, "Louis, you're overweight." And he's like, "You know what? Well, like, when do you finish your meal, or when do you stop eating?" He's like, "Stop eating? I stop eating when all the food's gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when there's no food left. It's like stop eating. Who stops eating when there's food left? <laughs> I kind of like that style. Uh, but I actually do like lick the plate. Like, I, I tell you, I love food. I love food. Okay. But after the Mexican restaurant, we went back to IFAS and I thought this was a really nice touch by Bill. So it's like, it's Thursday evening. It's about 8 p.m. We're after eating our meal. We've gotten to know each other. And uh, by the way, that's a great way to open up a, a fucking weekend of learning by starting off with a meal. Like genius, genius, just absolute genius. And by the way, I want to say this now and make sure I do say, this is the way continuing education should be. Like phenomenal, just phenomenal. And just another thing that needs to be said, Bill Hartman paid for every fucking meal we had that week. Every meal, everything for eight people and more actually, sorry, because like Rufus was there and like, like everything. He paid for our dinner on the Thursday. He paid for our lunches and our dinners on Friday and Saturday. And he paid for our lunches on Sunday. Like nothing came out of it. Like that, like Bill Hartman and Lisa, two fucking legends, legends. 
Okay. Uh, I, I hope that's okay to say now because Bill's like, oh, fuck, now I have to do this for every intensive. <laughs> but uh, just like salt of the earth, people, salt of the earth. So Thursday night, Bill brought together and basically he just wanted to ask everyone in the room, what is it that you want from this weekend? Like savage touch. You know what I mean? Everyone said what they wanted. And I loved Michelle Bolin's answer. She was just like, I just like want to know like how to like maximize like life. And I was like, yes, because that resonates so much. It was just like, it's all connected. And like Michelle gets it. Everyone in the room got it. But just the way she said, I, like, I just want to like get better like life. And I was like, yes, brilliant, brilliant. It's just savage the way she said it. Um, absolute legend, Michelle Baldwin. You're all legends, I said. Everyone there was a legend. Uh, everyone is. Uh, if I keep, uh, I'll have to go. I keep naming everyone. You know, you're all legends. Love you all. I do love you all. You're great. But anyway, so that was Thursday. Friday, then we kicked it all off. So we, uh, you know, and it was great too because every morning, you know, got up, same thing. You know, I, I would read, go for a walk, have breakfast, and you know, the, myself, Jordan, um, Anthony around the kitchen table. Bill be there. Bill doesn't really eat in the mornings; like he kind of just has his coffee and his amino acids, and you know, he's getting does his routine. I don't. Know, I think Lisa got up that morning. Lisa wouldn't be up every morning; she's up one or two in the mornings. But yeah, all three of us, sorry, all four of us down at this stage because it's me, Jordan, and Anthony and Bill went to iFast and, and we got over. Um, and basically the, the course is in Bill's treatment room, the purple room, the famous purple room around a, around a table. And um, yeah, so Bill just, he just presents his model and he just wants us to ask questions, query, you know, challenge him on it. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And I'm not going to divulge, as I said, I'm not going to divulge the, the, the model um, in any great degree here. Uh, mainly because I have no idea what he was talking about. I'm just joking. I'm already joking. I'm already joking. <laughs> just thought I'd say that. Uh, plus, there's also a podcast. It'll probably be out before this. I don't know what Pat Davidson and Pat was at Intensive One. And Pat actually did a pretty good summary. And again, he didn't divulge too much information, but a pretty good summary of what Bill was getting at. But uh, what I will say is that um, physics plays a big, big part in the model. Um, fluid dynamics plays a massive part of the model. Um embryology plays a massive part in the model there's another thing i was going to say too like by fluid dynamics too like water is huge like so water and fluid dynamics are a massive part of the model um but there was something else too oh um fractal patterns massive part of the model and dynamic systems theory massive part of the model but for for those of you who really want to like understand this model and learn from bill just apply and sign up for intensive now the thing about the intensive is to get into intensive you have to know someone who's already been at and intensive beforehand so that's what i really really like about this about bill too bill wants to make sure he gets the proper view for this bill is not charging a ton of money for this like he is not whatsoever like that is just not his driving factor and listen there's nothing wrong with making money anyway i think a lot of us most of us who are middle class and 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 of a lower socioeconomic stance i think most of us have a sort of bias that like money's bad i think that's just something we we're brought up with and it's not like you know if you're a dickhead who makes a lot of money you're a dickhead if you're a great person who makes a lot of money you're a great person and yes that's from anthony robbins tony robbins as he says but um make the investment if you if you want to just just make the investment like and i just love the way i love bill's whole application process i really do i really appreciate that about that he you know, he really wants to make sure he gets the right people because too like he's bringing these people to his home as you as you'll find out now because on friday night we all go to Bill's house for dinner. And holy motherfucking shitballs. Was the food unbelievable, Lisa? Friday night. Oh my God. I still taste the cowboy beans. I never ate them. Oh, they were unbelievable. So there was cowboy beans. There was slow cooked pork people. It was unbelievable. 
there was prawns, there was peppers, there was green peas, like it was just barbecue sauce. There was ketchup. People know how much I love ketchup. If Dan Mackey ever listens, Danny Mackey ever listens to this from from the Brooks Beast in Seattle, he knows how much I love ketchup. He's like, man, you you really like your ketchup? I was like, yes, I do. I like ketchup. Yes, I like ketchup. People, I like ketchup. Uh, you know, there's cottage cheese. It was amazing. Now, another thing actually that happened at this time while we were at a, while I was at the intensive, Charles Poliquin passed away. And the reason I bring that up is because James Fitzgerald, who is another fucking savage human being, phenomenal human being and a very important person to me in my life, he was very close with Charles. You know, he did a lot of work with Charles over the years. And when I heard that news, he was the first person I instantly thought of. Now, in fairness, Stu McMillan had actually texted me the news. And I know Stu had done a lot of work with, with, uh, with Paula Quinn as well. But what that got me thinking of during those few days who were my mentors you know so mike boyle james Fitzgerald, you know Stu was on my mind dan was on my mind my first mentor too martina mccarthy all my mentors james smith even though james would hate me calling calling him a mentor um but listen james you've been a huge influence on me and, and you know will always be a big influence on me um which is always kind of a paradox you know like influences because like in one way you always want to be true to yourself but, you know, like influencers and mentors, I do feel are important. But I guess it's more like, you know, it's you taking their their work and making it your own. I think that's what it really comes down to. That's, that's a conversation for another day. But it just got me thinking. But the reason I bring that up is because Friday night at the meal at Bill's, OPEX wanted me to do a podcast with, with James, you know, just about Charles. And, and like at this stage, it's, it's out by now. It's already been posted. And so I had to do that podcast there. So like I had to do the podcast in Bill's house. You know, just I just thought that added to the experience kind of, you know, like, listen, it's, it's terrible that, 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 well, actually, no, I take that back. I was about to say it's terrible that Charles died. It's not, I have a different outlook on death than, than most people. I don't think death's terrible. I think that's something we're conditioned, you know, so we're, we're conditioned to fear death. I think one of, one of the key things, I'm digressing here again, but I think, I think one of the meanings of life too is to really come to acceptance of death. You know, I think death gives life meaning. And I think that's one thing in our journey as human beings that we are trying to acquire mastery of is this acceptance of death. So I don't see death as this like terrible, horrible thing. I hope that when I die, like it's a fucking absolute party and you have a great time. You know, I want to go to bang. Um, but listen, it, it is sad. It, it's sad in its instance, and no doubt it was sad in Charles' past. But I thought, like, the interview with James, you know, having to do it, like, in Bills while that meal was going on, kind of adds to the experience. That Friday evening, we had some great crack. We had a game. It's a game, like, where, like, you have to, it's like, is it charades? Is that the name of the game? But it's like this, like, you get past this wheel and you click it, and it comes up with a word or a person or a thing, and you have to act it out, and, like, people have to, people have to, like, guess what you're saying. So we play that game. It was, like, an A team versus a B team and the team I was on the B team absolutely fucking slaughtered the A team and Bill was on the A team and Bill's a winner and he doesn't like losing so he's like can we just stop playing this now but it was great uh, just Lisa if you listen to this this is for you it's green and you do this now no one can see me but Lisa knows what I'm doing it's green and you do this tractor yes and Lisa's like how did you know that was tractor uh, it was great crack it was great crack but we did that Friday night great fun it was, it was savage uh, then uh, Saturday, back to IFAS for day two. And I have to say this, the first two hours of Intensive 2 on a Saturday morning was some of the best continuing education, information experience I ever fucking had. Because one thing, it started to really 
um, consolidate what I had learned on day one. Day one was a lot. There, there was a lot. I felt this is just me personally. And then, you know, day two just started to consolidate things and just, you know, just what was what what we spoke about, what Bill went through, it just started to, to connect a lot of dots. And I remember walking out and just thinking that was amazing. Um, it was very very good. And again, I don't. I'm not gonna sit here because I'll be here all day anyway. If we're trying to go through, like, I mean, Bill's model is that's why it is called intensive, and it was three days. You know, like some people think it's two and a half days, but if you include the Thursday night with the Sunday, it was almost three full days. But again, savage time. Brilliant. I actually trained then on the lunch on the Saturday. I actually had a really good session on the Saturday. Friday, I just did some movement. So I trained on the Wednesday, Thursday with those density sessions. And then Friday, I just um, did some movement. And then on the Saturday, I trained. And keep in mind, too, I made sure that I went for lots of walks. You know, I went for long walks in the morning. Um, walked as well. Always got to walk in midday, like 20 minutes on lunch. And then walked, did a little walk into at nighttime as well. Um, so I did, I got plenty of walking. I was still hitting about close to, if not an hour and a half, an hour and 45 minutes, maybe two, like I usually give it two hours of walking in most days when I'm home around. I was definitely, definitely getting about an hour and a half every day, if not a little bit more. Um, but Saturday got a good session in. Um, sorry if I'm boring some of you this up, but I just want to do this well for myself. Just to, again, consolidate the whole experience. I got a really, what did I do that day? I squatted. I did squats and chins. Uh, again density eight rounds of five and then i did rdls with military press again just quick and snappy so i did i actually built up to a heavy single on the squat because i I was like you know i actually felt good and fresh to be honest i actually felt very fresh doing that but um and then that was during lunch on the friday um and then we did the rest intensive on day two and that saturday night then we went to a japanese restaurant and I'd never eaten a Japanese restaurant, and the food was lovely. It was lovely. I had a fucking ton of rice. Oh my god! This is where me and Dan now like are finishing people's meals, and uh, this is where like yo. Know, so this is one of these restaurants where like they bring out the food and they cook in front of you. And in fairness to the guy like who cooked in front of us, he was good. He was he was gas. But like, listen, you know, when the blood sugar is lower and you're hungry, you're just like, just give me fucking food. And like he was trying to have crack and, and make jokes, and I was just like, I'm so hungry, so hungry, so hungry. And Dan beside me was like, so, so, so. that's when the guy was like, you guys, you, you guys look like it. And like, we kind of, we don't, I don't, we don't like not look terribly like, but we don't look really like either. But he was like, you guys brothers. That's what I said. I was like, no, no, we're just, we're both hungry. So that's why we look like it. Dad just started laughing. It was gas. But uh, the food was lovely. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. I got, I got prawns and chickens and, and, and prawns and chickens chicken well i probably did eat chickens i had so much prawn chicken and rice is what i had like with you know, loads of ketchup <laughs> i brought my own ketchup with me so i did actually uh yeah i had loads uh, loads my belly was pretty full afterwards it was great it was absolutely great and again listen we had great conversations throughout like everyone was savage savage crack it really was again crack means that everyone's grateful and just for any of the international listeners irish listeners like we know what crack means crack crack just from now on means it, it was fun it was really good fun that was Saturday, uh, you know, back to Bills then. Sunday came then, and it was just like the last three hours of the intensive. And like some people had to leave early as well that day. Some of the guys had to go. Um, and we hung around to iFast until like 12-ish. And then we went for lunch, and some of the NFL games were on, and Bill took us for lunch. And I was still pretty full from the night before, so I actually was like, listen, I'm not eating. 
I, and, and plus, yeah, I, I had a lot of food as well back at Bills. And I'm one of these people that when I buy food, I just want these people to have to eat it. I know. It's, true. it's a psychological thing, isn't it? Like, I, I'm putting more value on it because I spent money on it. But I was like, no, I have. And actually, I had nice food back at Bills and I wasn't that hungry. So I was like, no, I have food. And I'm going to eat there and I go home. I told you I was going to talk a lot about food. I told you. Uh, and I've spoken so little about the actual intensive. It's the whole experience, people. Like, this was like the experience was like, this is the way continual education should be. Like, this is the way I've always wanted it. Like, even when I was younger, I was like, I just want to like spend time with that guy. Like, I want to go like to Mike Boyle's house. I want to go to Alvin Mill's house. I want to like, like live with Louis Simmons if I could. And I haven't, but I've been to Mike Boyle's house and I've also been to Alvin Mill's house. Uh, and like, I just want to spend time with them and get to know them and just like get to know them as human beings. Like, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Like, all this stuff is just like, it's all just about, as Michelle said, it's just all about life. Everything's fucking connected. Like, it's just everything. Like, there's nothing in isolation. Like, every single human being wants the same fucking thing. All we want is just heaven on earth. We just want happiness. That's what we want. Now, how we go about attaining that happiness is where we individualize. For some people, it's creating music by being a musician. For a poet, it's poetry. For a world-class chef, it's like, mastery with meals like when you see those things on netflix all those great programs which are class i love watching like master chef and chef's table for us as strength and conditioning coaches oh no james smith will go crazy you know i said that sports preparation coaches sports preparation coaches and consultants human performance optimization engineers <laughs> uh, yeah human performance specialists or human performance coach whatever performance coach down it but uh, that's 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 our uh, vehicle for attaining, you know, our happiness in life. You know, so like how we attain our happiness is all individual. Is that for musicians, music? If anyone who's in my podcast has heard me say this a million times. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so we went for lunch then on the Sunday, and we had great crack, great crack again. And not everyone was there. A few people had gone by the stage. Like Anthony had gone. The two Anthony's had actually gone. They had flights to get. Uh, I think at the lunch there was Stephen was still there, Mike was there, Dan was there, Michelle was still there. Keaton had gone actually. That's it. oh no, was Keaton? Keaton were you at the lunch? Keaton were you at the lunch? Now if you were Keaton, I apologize. I apologize if you were. If you weren't, I'm not too sure if Keaton was at the lunch. But I know the two Anthony's had gone at that stage. Um. Then there was myself, Jordan, Lisa was there too, and Bill was there. After the lunch, then myself, myself, Jordan, and Bill went back to IFAS just to help clean up the place. No, we didn't have to clean much. We just had to put the seats back and the desk back. And uh, we had a really good conversation there between the three of us. Just again, more stuff about like just life and stuff. And like, that's the shit you remember, isn't it? Isn't that really the shit you remember? Like, like you know, stuff that you won't, you just never forget. You'll never forget. Like, you know, that's what made the whole thing special. I'm really actually disappointed now. I'm trying to remember if Keaton was there or not. Keaton, if you were, I apologize. And if you weren't, I apologize. I should remember. I'm just trying to remember who was around that table. Who was beside me? I think Stephen, were you beside me? Mike was across from me. Dan, Michelle, Stephen. Yeah, I think I'm nearly sure Keaton was gone. I hope I'm right on that. Because uh, the two Anthony's are definitely gone anyway. Big Anthony, by the way. Fucking love you, man. Now, I love everyone. I love everyone. But Big Anthony, what a funny motherfucker. Uh, what a funny fucking dude and a strong boy too it was so funny because Bill asked Big Anthony to squat and he gets into his power to squat <laughs> Bill's like that's not a squat and then as he goes he's like it's legal it's it's below parallel it's legal 
Ah, <laughs> uh, it's brilliant, brilliant. Big Anthony, you were a fucking legend. The first night too, just so funny. The first night, like we 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 got back to IFAS after me at the Mexican restaurant. He sits in, and the first thing, I just like, I, I had a little bit of interaction with him, and like the first thing I said to him, like before, I was like, "Here, one thing I just want to say to you," and I'm pointing at him, I'm like. I don't even know you, but already I like you. <laughs> he just starts laughing. He was just, his energy was, it, it was just infectious. He was just like, he was just one of those dudes that you just like, I just want to be around this dude. He was just an absolute legend to be around, just a ledge. So, um, yeah, as were everyone. And I'll name everyone before I go because I want to tell you guys that I love you and name you. So that was the Sunday. Um and then I love this time then because after the lunch we just went back to Bill's and Bill and Lisa were tired. I was tired, Jordan was tired, and it was just chill down mode. And we just had the football game on the TV. Um who were the Colts playing that day? I'd have to check it out again. I know the Patriots Patriots were playing because the Colts played the Patriots the week after. Who were the the Colts lost actually in overtime that day? I'll I'll put in the show notes anyway. But the Colts game was on and um the Patriots, who the Patriots playing that day as well? I have to, I have to recheck it. Um, but the football was on it, so we were back at Bills and football on TV. And I'm getting a bit hungry now because I didn't have lunch and I had my bit of food, or whatever. But Bill and Lisa were just chilling on the couch and they kind of dozed off. And Jordan was doing his bit, catching up with his whatever he had to catch up with, and catching up with his his wife Claire as well, and all that stuff. And we were kind of just putting our notes together for, from the intensive and all that. And I was just chilling out too. And Bill and Lisa actually were going to a family. Uh, dinner um today uh, that sunday evening so myself and the were kind of on our own for a few hours it's great to you know just chilling out and all that um you know just two brothers again just chatting shooting the shit went for a walk and all that and came back that night and had me dinner and again lisa and bill were there and um they obviously had dinner that that family yeah get together so i just cooked my own meal as well and again just hung out and spoke and just had great times and now listen to this. This this is a bit that I I was just flabbergasted by. To a degree, to a degree. Bill and Lisa had never well, Bill had met me before, but but you know, like I only met him briefly three years ago at IFAS. So we'll just say for now, just to make this a little bit easier to understand, like had never really met us in person, like truly, and got to know us. So Bill and Lisa had never met me in Jordan before, right? They're flying off to I think they went somewhere in Florida to a holiday uh, at six AM. The Monday morning now. Now, so this is sun, Sunday night, right? My myself and Jordan are flying out on on Monday, but like our flights aren't until later on the day. Like my flight wasn't until like one, and the Jordan's was until five. Police and Bill were leaving at like six a.m. the following morning, and like they were just like, "Yeah, just stay here, stay in the house, and just lock up when you leave." And like I was just like, "You guys are fucking unbelievable, you're phenomenal." You know, like that's a lot of trust. Like, listen, uh, you know, like. I would like to think when it comes to big things in life, like I am a very trustworthy person, you know, like obviously I, I, listen, I'm not going to lie. I can improve in things like timekeeping and stuff like that. And I do need to do a better job of keeping in touch with people. That, that is true. And as I get older, I'm appreciating that. And I need to do a better job with my family. And definitely. I definitely do need to definitely do that. It's something I will work on for sure. Jason Kane, if you're listening, you know, what I'm talking about, but, uh, I just thought it was phenomenal. They were just like, oh, yeah, you guys just stay. And they were just like, yeah, stay. And uh, please, like, clean out our fridge. There's food there. Like, just eat everything. And it was just like, it was just like, that's, you know, do you know what I mean? Just amazing, amazing human beings. So they went off at 6 a.m. We said our goodbyes. And like, I was like, the Jordan, this is so surreal. We're saying goodbye to them as they leave their home, getting into an Uber. 
I was like, and we're going back into their house. I was like, this is kind of, this is kind of weird. But anyway, the Saturday morning, you know, myself and Jordan got our shit together, got a bit of food together, had our breakfast. I did some exercise. I went for a walk and got some exercise. Myself and Jordan actually did some exercise and then I had my breakfast and we got our shit together. Then we went and got it. We, you know, we locked up the home. And uh, but before we did that, by the way, we absolutely like photographed Bill's bookshelves, like to shit. Like we we made sure we photographed every book Bill had. Bill is a fucking pretty sweet library. Now a lot of the books you had, I have, but it was a pretty sweet library. And uh, but anyway, we got our Uber. We um, we got our Uber, and our, our driver was a pretty cool dude too. Uh, he was from Belgium originally, and he was just telling us about like you know. He actually hoped to go back to medical school. Why is his name escaping me right now? Jordan, his name's escaped me right now. I don't know why it escaped me. Hopefully I can remember. He's a black guy. He was a really nice guy. Really nice guy. And he was telling us he, he was hoping to go back to medical school. Um, but it was it was good too. It was a good conversation with him. God, your name. Why is your name escaping me? I, I will remember it. I will remember it. Anyway, if I remember before I, before I publish this, I'll, I'll put it in because he was a, he was a really nice guy, the, the the Uber driver. But anyway, we locked up the house, um, left then, got our Uber to the airport and myself and Jordan, we booked in. And again, I left at one, he was in for five. And we just kind of hung out a little bit and then, you know, we said our goodbyes and hugged and, you know, it, it was great to see him and he took a really good picture of us before we left and, you know, uh, you already know I love you. You know I love you, and you know I have to. You, you know how much you meant to me at Altus, and you made that experience, and, and you made this experience as well. So thanks for that. And uh, yeah, flew home basically, and uh, got home to Ireland on the Tuesday morning early. Got in like five ish. Uh, was a little bit tired. I did have a tiny, tiny, tiny nap before I went to the gym. I went, I went uh, like I just got in, went for a walk. Ate me breakfast. There was a tiny nap there. I was a little bit fatigued. I, I made sure it didn't sleep too long because I want to get my, my, as I said, my circadian rhythm back on. And like that night, I was back back to normal. Like in terms of like I was in bed at my usual time and the phone morning was up and did, didn't have any major, I thought I'd have a little bit fatigued the phone few days. Didn't at all. I've managed it very well. That was the only little bit of fatigue I had as I got in with that little nap. But overall, it was good. It's really great. So overall, like Intensive 2 was just fucking phenomenal. Like, I knew it was going to be great, but it was just phenomenal. So, let me just say to the two Anthonys, to Dan, to Keaton, to Michelle, to Mike, to Stephen, like, guys, thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. You know, getting a bit emotional here. I said I wasn't going to edit. But honestly, thank you so much for making the experience what it was. Thank you so much for making Intensive 2.0 what it was. It was fucking phenomenal. And it was phenomenal because you guys were the guys that I got to share it with. Jordan, like, you know what I'm going to say. You mean a ton to me, man. Love you so much. You're a brother from another mother. And thank you. And then to the last three people, because I'm going to include Paxson on this. Paxson, the great dog, beautiful dog, who just like, would, so funny, like, you know, he'd bark his head off at you, like, when you first came into a room anywhere, and then he'd calm down, and then he'd just love you. And then, but then the next day, it was all the same again. He'd forget, and he'd bark his head off at you, <laughs> as if you were somebody, and then he'd love you again. A great little dog, lovely dog, beautiful dog. Uh, just so you know, when Bill and Lisa went on holidays, they, they like, they put Paxson, like, into, like, a, like, a kind of, like, a, 
it's like a like a crash or something like they really look after him they really look after him like he's on a bed and all it's great and they have a video camera where you can like watch him on your phone mad but finally anyway to um to bill and lisa and by the way just i, I just want to say too as well uh, mike robertson you were a gent as well anytime i got to see you. and i'm actually a bit disappointed i didn't speak to you more i also by the way mike you probably won't listen to this but bill will probably tell you i need to owe you an apology <laughs> I actually meant to say this to you. He's probably like, what's he talking about? Because there was a day I walked into the office and you were on an important phone call. Now, and I know it was important and I'm not going to say what it was online because I know what it was what it was about or what it was for. And I was rummaging around making a lot of noise trying to get food out of a bag. And I was like, I am really pissing Mike Robinson off right here right now. I think he's on an important phone call here for me making all this noise like getting a fucking pepper or an apple out of my bag. And I meant to tell you afterwards here, Mike, sorry about disturbing me right on. Because like I was, you know, you just when you're on an important phone call, you're kind of in your head like, get the fuck out. Now, he said, like, he didn't say anything, but, you know, like, it was an important phone call. And, like, you know, I could have waited a few more minutes, but I was just so hungry. So, Mike, I didn't say sorry about that. But I just want to say, Mike, thanks so much for, for uh, you know, obviously being the gent that you always are. I really appreciate it. And also, I forgot to fucking mention, I can't believe it went all the time. Danny and Jason, who are also employees at iFast. Guys, you are fucking legends. Danny, thank you so much for ordering our lunches and taking our orders and just being a ledge bag. You're an absolute sound, sound human being. Thank you so much. And Jason, you are a funny bastard. You are a funny, I love your sense of humor. So just for people listening, Jay is that real like dry, witty kind of sarcastic sense of humor. Great bloke, great bloke. Uh, now, finally, 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 again. Connor Ryan, you were not lying when you said that Bill Hartman and Lisa are legends. Bill and Lisa, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for the almost week-long time that I got to spend with you guys. To open up your home, to open up your hearts, to me, to Jordan, to Anthony, to everyone at Intensive 2. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (sighs) Got to take a second here. That week meant a lot to me. And the love that you guys showed me and the love that you showed everyone, like I'll, I'll never forget it. Your legends, abs- <coughs> your absolute legends. Thank you so much. <laughs> so much. Um, and like you, you can hear how emotional I'm getting because it was, it was just, it was beautiful, it really was. And uh, I mean, there's there's nothing else you can say. Just for anyone that ever has a chance to to spend time with Bill and Lisa, you're you're gonna be spoiled rotten, spoiled. Without question, I'm their adopted Irish son, whether they like it or not. <laughs> I know Zach is your son and Connor is your kid, but I'm your Irish son. And uh, you guys mean the world to me after that week. Truly do. And I'll be back. As I said, you're going to regret inviting me back because I'll be back. I'll, I'll be out back all the time now. Like I was already asking, but I was like, Bill, so like, when don't you have interns? <laughs> so I know when, when I can come over. Um, it's great really was and like everyone who was there for intensive two knows what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about guys you know so like 
Bill has been such a father to so many people. Zach, Connor Ryan, Cody Benz, the great Eric Otter, who I've never met, but I always fucking hear about. Eric, I'm going to meet you one day. I'm going to hunt you down, man. He's a ghost. Um, and I'm just naming those guys because they're the guys that I know. Mike Er, like, because they're, they're the guys I know who've interned with, with Bill. I know there's more. I know, Anthony, you interned with Bill. I, I know there's more of you, Brett. Uh, Brett, by the way, you sound guy. Sound guy, too. But listen, I could go on and on and on and on. It's be a big love fest for Bill and Lisa, but it's it, just phenomenal. Like, you heard how emotional I just got there. Phenomenal. Something you can't put into words. You, you can only it's sensory you can only just feel it like it's like paul check always says to people like you know what is love like prove love exists like whenever he's trying to like whenever someone's like really trying to like get to paul check about certain research like research around certain areas where the research is a little bit fuzzy like there isn't really great research around it to to prove it like paul check i remember saying one time he's like well like prove love exists like we can't but you know we love love we know it's there so similar to this you, you can't really put into words the experience and, and like the love that Bill and Lisa showed me and everyone, it was just phenomenal. So I'm going to wrap this up now. As you can see, like how much did I actually speak about the actual intensive self? Well, one reason again, I want to be respectful to Bill. I'm, I'm not going to outlay his model here. If you want to learn from Bill Nerd's model, apply for the intensive and go to it. Cause it is fucking, it is worth 10 times what he's currently charging for. It is just phenomenal. The whole experience. So finally, again, to everyone that was involved in Intensive 2, thank you so much. I love all of you. You made the experience phenomenal. And finally, once again, to Bill and Lisa and Paxson. But <laughs> Paxson, great dog. But Bill and Lisa, guys, thank you so much. I love you. I love you. I love you. That's me. I am out. Peace. Peace.